everybody. America. Nicole. And this is Chase from the Grave. Thank you again for joining us. You guys are awesome. Um, we have a, probably another, like another a little bit of a shorty-ish type. Well, I have a shorty-ish type story. Yeah, mine's a shorty. Yours a shorty too. Cool. So shorties, it is. We're leaving all the work for Stephanie. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, which uh, reminds me, I was going to say something that I forgot. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, so, yeah, Christmas. Um, I do have something Christmas-themed to talk about, but I do want to quickly mention, uh, make one note about Christmas and our schedule. So I'm going to be going on vacation for Christmas. Um, so there is a possibility that there may be a week where we may not have an episode. We're still in the talks about that to see if we can all get together and record a couple episodes before that happens. But if for some reason that doesn't happen and there's no episode, please don't hate us. We need vacation too. So just a heads up on I'm that. I'm sitting here with like black circles underneath yeah, my Yeah, Nicole eyes looks like, like Nicole looks like death. Thank you. I didn't say that, but okay. No, you look fine. Thanks. You look perfect. You are beautiful. That's what my dad told me today when he took me to IHOP. Really? And I'm like, dad, stop. People are going to think we're a couple. Because <laughs> I look old enough now like where it's just like, oh, is that? Like people are just like, eh. And I hate hanging, like, I love my dad, but I hate hanging out with him without my mom. Oh. Because we always get the looks, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, my father. How old's your dad? He's like 50. Oh, okay. Oh. It's my parents, they don't look old. Yeah. They don't look old. Yeah. My parents, they don't really look old either, and they're in their 60s. My dad's just getting gray. That's about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He has a freaking six pack. I hate him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, my mom does CrossFit and my dad has a six pack and then I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, who wants to go first? Do you want to rock, paper, scissor it or do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, cool. Sounds like a plan. How about that? Mine's a little quick one. So I've always heard scary stories about this creature here for quite a while. Uh Uh-huh. Um, it's the goat man. The goat man. Is that the picture on your phone? It kind of. It's like a Sasquatch sighting type deal. Okay. But, um, there's apparently two goat men and I'll get into that. There's one in Maryland and one in Texas. Okay. Both are equally terrifying. Do tell. So the first part of it is this urban legend does come from the depths of Maryland. That's where he was first spotted. He's a half man, half goat. And he does exactly what you expect him to do. Just run around and... He kills teens, eats dogs, and and screams like a goat. (laughs) And kind of other things like that. (laughs) So he... Wait, he eats teens? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Just teens. And did we also mention that he does come with an axe? Oh. He wields an axe around. Oh. So this one means business. Shit, okay. He does. But no one knows where exactly this legend came from. One tale is that, and I think this one's probably a little bit more probable in a sense. Okay. Possible. There was a scientist. Oh, he was once a scientist who worked in the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. He was working on experiments using goats, and one day the experiment backfired, and he was mutated into a half-goat creature, oh, the Jesus. goat man. Kind of like the fly situation, yeah, I, I would assume. Yeah, I was thinking that. 
but not gross. Yeah, no, that was absolutely disgusting. Everyone keeps saying that. I don't think it's that gross. The flying? Yeah. No, man, that was awful. But I also love Videodrome. It's one of my favorite movies. Cronenberg. I love that. It's all body horror, like gross. Did you see Stranger Things season three? Yeah, of course. You saw how it was like a little bit more gross? Uh Uh-huh. They took notes from Cronenberg. No shit. Yeah. That's why it was a little bit more gross, like the monster. Spoiler. Yeah. But yeah, like. If y'all haven't seen it now, then But yeah, they That's took notes. You. They took notes from Cronenberg for that. Okay, but uh, with that one, mm-hmm. it that rumor actually became so big, the USDA had to come forward and publicly deny creating this creature. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Another tale is that he was a goat farmer who went crazy and killed tons of teenagers after he figured out that they killed his goats. I mean... Understandable. That's understandable. You're fucking with someone's livelihood. Mm-hmm. Really. So. That's the one that I've heard before, that he was he was a goat farmer, and he just, like, something happened. Okay. But the goat man legend was popularized in 1971 when a family came forward and blamed the brutal decapitation of their new puppy on the goat man. The dog's head was found 14 years later. Oh, Jesus. Yes. While the story of how he was created remains a mystery, the story of what he does is the same across the board. He jumps onto cars and chops tires so they can't get away. He then drags the teens in the forest with them. Oh, my God. Yes. So it's kind of like you you drive up into, like, the lover's lane type thing, yeah. like the cliff, and then, no, it's not a hook, man. It's the, the goat, goat man. man. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Imagine. It's a, it's a man. It's blank man. And it's goat man this time. You would think, no, it's a human with a hook for a hand. No, it's goat man. He's there. <laughs> My voice cracked. I'm going through puberty. I'm it's sorry. Okay. <laughs> now, there's the other goat man. Uh-huh. And he's from Texas. Two separate goat men. So I'm going to talk about a little bit more about the one from Texas. Okay. Because we don't know that much about the one in Maryland. Okay. But I do know some urban legends about the one in Maryland. Ooh. Or for both of them, actually. So the goat man, he, in all the stories you would hear, maybe like on Creepypasta, anything like that, mm-hmm. it's mostly of the goat man being able to take the form of someone you know. Yo. Yes. But you don't really remember. He can either take the form of someone you know. Or in another story I've heard, which is really cool, they ended up losing a few people in the forest and stuff mm-hmm. as they're trying to run away from the goat man. And then they're in the house. They started with six people in the house. And then all of a sudden there were seven. Oh. And they were all just talking to each other like normal. And they're like, wait a minute, who's the seventh? Yeah. And then they all screamed and like freaked out and ran out of the house. And this, the other person disappeared. Oh, that's that's creepy. Yes. And you don't really remember if it's like, Someone that you know or something, just someone familiar in the house with you. Like, he has that power, apparently. Oh, that's so creepy. That's terrifying. Isn't no, it like you're you. trying to run away and, like, you're hiking with your friends. All of a sudden, there's an extra person, and you're, like, interacting with them. And then at one moment, someone's going to realize, like, wait a minute. Yeah. They weren't with us. Oh, my gosh. Right? Anyways, okay, so the Goatman of Texas, he haunts the old Alton Bridge, which is nicknamed Goatman's Bridge for obvious reasons. This bridge connects Denton and Comper Canyon. The goat man is said to roam the forest surrounding the bridge. Have you heard of this bridge before? You know what? I think I have on Ghost Adventures or something. Buzzfeed Unsolved. Oh, that's right. This is not Goatman's bridge anymore. This is my bridge. Oh my God, yes. I dance on your bridge, Goatman. Yeah. 
That's my favorite episode. It's the only one I care about. I love those guys so much. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, you are. They mess with it way too much. Yeah, they do. It's amazing. But for this one, this goat man, he does arise from the tale of a goat farmer who lived with his family on one side, the north side of the bridge. A few years after he moved there, he became known as a dependable and honest businessman. So North Texans started to call him the goat man. Okay. The farmer put a sign on the bridge that read, this way to the goat man's. Local clansmen didn't like this, of course, mm-hmm. and turned to violence. They kidnapped the farmer and sad. They hung a noose on old Alton, Alton Bridge where they hung him. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, so when they looked down to check if he had died, he was gone. Huh. The, his goats came to save him. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the <laughs> we clan, got you. The clansmen then panicked and went back to the farmer's house where they killed his wife and children. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, punch your local Nazi. Yes. Punch your local clansmen. Please. Do you. But nowadays, locals now warn people of this tale. They warn that if you cross the bridge with no headlights, the goat man will appear on the other side. Challenge accepted. Right? People have reported seeing strange lights and ghostly figures, as well as reports of being touched, grabbed, and having rocks thrown at them. Locals warn visitors not to mess with the goat man. So what do you think the goat man is? Just a myth? You think he's real? I don't know, man. I think... uh... I think he's out there somewhere. Maybe, possibly. Oh, I want to go to that bridge. Yo, is that them dancing on the bridge? Yeah, he's like, Goat Man, I'm dancing on your bridge. It's my bridge now. Oh, Jesus Christ. Seriously, you're just like, you're just begging to get possessed or killed or something one of these days. But it's funny. It is. <laughs> Anyways, that was the Goat Man. Yay, thank you. Oh, I love it. It's creepy as shit. We need to go and, well, you said it's in Texas, right? Texas and or Maryland, but the bridge is in Texas. The bridge, where in Texas? How did I just forget? <laughs> <laughs> it's on Alton Bridge. I'll figure it out. Because I wonder if it's near, uh, near Kena. And I have to be like, Kena, go, uh, go on this bridge and record it and tell us what happens. <laughs> but please don't die. It's in Copper Canyon. Okay. I don't know if that's near her or not. Ask her. I, I'm, I'll ask her later. All right. What do you got for us? So I had a hell of a time trying to find something Christmas related when it came to ghost stories. So I was like, Reddit, you are my nice little fallback. So I have a story on Reddit that I found. It's on No Sleep. It is by Starfire2530. And it was actually posted a day ago by this person. So the story is called Christmas Lights. Are you ready, Nicole? Mm, yes. So I read this last night and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> So Starfire2530 on the no sleep thread of Reddit, she goes, uh, again, she titled her thing called Christmas Lights. So she goes and writes, I think my imagination is beginning to get the best of me. I've either watched way too many horror films or I've spent entirely too much time on this site. My family and I have lived in our small town home for over six months now. Nothing fascinating or extraordinary has ever happened here. Last night, I encountered something weird. I'm scared to death it will come after my family. It all started with this damn tree that I bought off my sister-in-law. She likes to frequent these group sites where the seller sends you free stuff just so you could promote it on your website. 
It was about a seven and a half foot tree and it came with lights and all the decorations with it, all for 50 bucks, which I thought was a steal. Since we didn't have a tree anymore because of our last one that was lost during our move, we got this one. My children were so excited to be putting up the tree, they were impatient as their dad was fighting to get it out of the box in separate pieces. Can I help? My young son piped up as he knelt beside me on the couch as he watched me to get the ornaments ready. Sure, here you go, I said as I handed him one of the hangers to put on the ball. Me too, me too, my youngest daughter quipped as she stuck out both of her hands to me. She's two going on seven. Wait, she's two going on seven. Oh, as she likes to think she's one of the big kids and has to be doing whatever they're doing. I have four children all together, and the oldest is 11, and she was more interested in helping her father fluff the limbs out on the tree. I'm putting the star on, she said. Uh, she made sure everyone knew that it was going to be saved for her. After about an hour, the tree was finished and my husband plugged the lights on. The tree lit up beautifully and my youngest daughter, Amelia, awed at the sight. Whoa, she then giggled and covered her mouth. And it's so pretty. My son has a twin sister and she was just as excited to see it. Glancing at the time, it was 9.06, so I announced time for bed. There were protests as usual and please just stay up at longer. Nope, nope, I wasn't going to cave in this time. They each rushed to hug me and tell me goodnight and that they love me. And I love you more, I said. Um, as I smiled, I winced at the sound of them stopping their feet running up the stairs, really hoping the next door neighbors couldn't hear them and come complain about it. At the current moment, I really don't have a bed except for a futon. I usually set it up as a couch during the day so we can sit and watch TV, but at night my husband helps me change it into a bed. My husband and I don't share a bed, so I get it all to myself. Well, I, well, I do share it with Amelia from time to time when I can't sleep, uh, when she can't sleep on her own. The rest of the night's rituals went as usual, changed my pajamas, turned on my favorite show, and watched as I fell asleep. Just as I was about to lay my head down on the pillow, I heard a small voice. Mommy, night, night. I looked up to see Amelia lifting the covers to climb into bed with me. Can I sleep here too? My son was standing behind her as well. I was yawning as I raised the blankets to let them, get, uh, to let them both into bed. My son decided to lay down facing the end of the bed so his legs stretched out near Amelia's head. I made sure everyone was covered and comfortable and settled myself down. I could hear loud snoring from the recliner that's beside the bed and glanced up to see my husband already passed out. Finally, I relaxed enough that I fell asleep quickly. I could feel myself having one of those dreams that jerk you awake, and as I was staring up at the ceiling now, watching the glinting lights of the Christmas tree in the living room where I lay, I felt a small body nuzzle against me and looked over to see Amelia cuddle closer. Looking from her, I glanced over to check the electronic clock across the room that sat on my small or sat on a small bookshelf. The time was 3:03 a.m. and I almost and I also noticed that my son was sitting in front of the tree, just staring up at the bright lights and humming a tune. Nicole, this is where it gets crazy. Okay. <laughs> so he's just so he's sitting in front of the tree, just humming. So she goes. Baby, what are you doing? Come back to bed. The humming stopped abruptly, and I could see my son's head jerk to look at me. In an instant, he jumped to his feet and took off running up the stairs, his feet pounding on the ground, making a loud echo. Hey, stop running so hard, you'll wake everyone. I realized how much sense that was, considering I was hollering, him, hollering after him up the stairs. Shaking my head, I began to make myself more comfortable and decided to stretch out since I had a little bit more legroom. As I did this, I could feel something warm and solid down by my feet. Sitting up, I lifted the covers and discovered that my small son was still cuddled up into a ball, snoring softly. What the fuck? 
I cursed my I cursed under my breath, my eyes skirting back toward the direction I thought my son was just in. Maybe I imagined it? I couldn't have been that tired, him running up the stairs so loudly that it even caused Amelia to stir next to me. The humming continued. I froze, gripping the blanket, unable to make any movements, the sound I could hear so close coming from behind me. I started shivering from fear and anxiousness. Without thinking, I yelled for my husband, Honey, wake up. He startled from slumber as he sat up quickly in his chair. In his chair. There was a loud clatter as a large shadow ran past me heading for the stairs. My husband and I both heard the stomping of feet going up them. Adriana, quit running. What are you doing? He headed toward the stairs to go up to them. That was a half hour ago. He hasn't come back and hasn't answered any of my calls. I'm too scared to go up there or leave my children alone that are sleeping in the bed. I'm so torn because my other two children are upstairs in bed sleeping. I've called for help, but I don't know if they're going to make it in time. My oldest daughter is sitting halfway up the stairs, just staring at me and fucking humming that damn tune. The end. Bye. Yo, children, ghosts, or anything that's children-related that's like almost in a demonic way is the most terrifying thing ever. It really is. Absolutely. Like, Emma doesn't really do anything that's like, what the fuck, stop. <laughs> but I swear to God, there are a few times where I'm like, Emma, I swear to God, if you ever do something like that again, like, I'm going to freaking throw you in oil, like, holy water. Like, seriously. I thought you said in oil. I'm like, are holy you going to I'm just going to pour oil all over her. <laughs> Lord. So, yep. So that, again, was from the Reddit dot com no sleep thread by starfire 2530 so that That's was crazy it's i read that and i was like no no thank you no thank you there were other ones that i was reading too last night that i was like oh this would be good and then i got to like certain parts of it and i was like oh that's way too graphic now go for it no it was like no they can handle it no i couldn't handle let it. us know if you can handle it Oh, God. Because I'll read it. No, we're talking, like, baby eating. I'll read fan fiction on this thing. Don't don't tempt me. No, I'm oh kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle's like, what? <laughs> no. No, we're talking, like, baby eating type stuff. And I'm like, oh, I can't. I can't do that. I can't. I can't do that. That should, terrifies me. We should have an episode where we just talk about everything that pisses off Kyle. Let's not. He puts up with so much shit. Why are you wearing my headband? Are you a pretty, pretty angel? I'm a beautiful Hufflepuff. Ew. <laughs> Kyle's wearing my Hufflepuff headband, and he's a pretty, pretty Hufflepuff. Now, are you Jordy from Star Trek? Stop! <laughs> oh, Jesus, no. <laughs> awful anyways erica <laughs> where can you find us oh yay we remembered this time so we're on basically all social media and everything you can find all of our websites uh our facebook our twitter our instagram our merchandise patreon kofi and all those links go to linktree slash what the fuck is that <laughs> Stop. Keep it in the podcast. Oh my god, he just pinched my ear. 
Oh. Anyway, you can find all of our links for everything on Linktree slash CFTG. Jesus Christ. Uh, so that's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash uh, C-F-T-G. And um, anyway, the, but again, you can find all of our links there. Um, if you like what we do, uh, please consider donating to either Kofi or becoming a Patreon member. Um, Patreon members um, actually get full unedited episodes of our podcast. And oh boy. And oh boy indeed. So you, we literally put up the raw files of our episodes up on Patreon so you can listen to all of this unedited glory trash dumpster fire <laughs> and uh and see what actually kyle does to make our shit sound like gold so um so there's that and um there's also a bunch of other benefits too that we're working on right now we only have two patrons or two patrons yeah two patrons um but once we get more um we would like to start doing more for our Patreons, like, you know, the ability to have a raffle and um, possible theme picking and all this other stuff. So uh, go ahead and get on that. And if you guys don't want that monthly commitment, then you're more than welcome to donate us to the Kofi website, which again is on that Linktree site. So um, all that can be found in the show notes. So yay. Oh, also, if you have any listener stories, then Nicole, where can they send those listener stories? Cheers from the grave at gmail.com. Yay. We don't, we haven't really been getting any listener episodes lately. And that makes me really sad because bless you. Because I really, 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 really love reading listener stories. I know Nicole loves them too. So it's really cool to see what you guys have. So please send us your listener stories, your experiences or experiences of loved ones or whatever. Just send them our way. Um, even if they're not really like experiences, if you have like a crazy like short story that we can easily read quickly on the podcast, if you have anything scary like that, please, you can send it to us as well. But anyway, anything, we'll take anything. Thank you for listening to us. You guys are awesome. We love you. Nicole's like, Erica, shut the fuck up. You're rambling. No, you just like looked at me and I'm like, what is she? She just paused. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore. All right. Well, anyway, thanks you guys for being amazing. We love you so much. I'm Erica. I need a cough drop. You do need a cough drop. I think I can find you one. And I'm Nicole and I need a cough <laughs> drop. All right, guys. Uh, I'm Erica. And she already said who she was. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Love you. This is Erica. And that's Nicole. And we are cheers, cheers from, from the, the grave. grave.